everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. You have been criticizing yourself for years, and it clearly hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. What if we just finally looked in the mirror and we said, I'm embracing and I'm loving every single bit of you. Not thinking about what's lacking or what you wish could look different, but just thinking about, gosh, I am so grateful for this temple, for this body, for this person that I see staring back at me. All of those things. Much easier said than done. And I can be a testament to that because I'm going to share a story that happened this past week. It's going to be a pretty vulnerable talk today. We are going to do real talk on body image. And I will jump into that shortly. But first, let's go ahead and chat about the taco of the week. Guys, when I bit into this one, I was like verbally out loud, holy sweet Jesus. Like that, those are the first words that came out of my mouth. And the taco was gone in like a matter of seconds. And I like to pride myself on eating at least somewhat slower than the masses. So this just tells you how freaking good this one was. So Sprouted Turkey Tacos is the name of it. It's featuring a brand new ingredient that we've never put on a taco before, which is bean sprouts. Y'all, which bean sprouts are freaking awesome. Like they can be not only toppings and like good veggie sides, but they add some amazing flavor to this very specific taco. So what I need for you to do is after the episode today to go click on the link to grab the recipe card because I promise you're going to want to try this one. Alrighty. Whew. Let's go ahead and jump in. And I am taking a deep breath here because this is going to be, this is going to be an interesting episode. That's like the one thing I told my dad is like, this podcast episode is, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I'm going to just, you know, put a a forewarning out there. I don't know if I'm going to get emotional on this one. So, just be open with me on this because it, there's also some certain fears that are riding on recording something like this. Reason being because I am a health coach. I'm a mindset coach, right? You should have it all together. No, I am human and I am going through everyday life just like you guys are. And I hope that this story and this talk today allows for you to find some peace, especially on the topic of body image, especially for some of my women out there. This is for you um, because this is a very real thing that a lot of us deal with. So with that being said, last week I was just, you know, searching through some videos and pictures and stuff, and I just started to notice some differences, some changes within my body. And I was honestly kind of razzled by it. And I was like, God, I look bigger. And even the week before when I was out in Wisconsin, I was thinking, I I feel a little bigger. I feel a little puffy. Granted, I know when you travel and you're not on your routine as always, right? Like when you finally like take a break after the go, go, go hustle, your body, you know, starts to deteriorate just a little bit. Like I know I even got sick the, the day that I got out there. So there was a lot of things going on. And I'm looking back on this experience of like, okay, I probably was being really harsh on myself, but again, I am human and this happens all the time to, to all of us. Um, but long story short, I was starting to have some body image issues. I was starting to think I am gaining weight. I am going backwards. And I can tell you this, that, 
you know, people ask me about, um, you know, the, 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 the times that I was at a heavier weight, that I was in, you know, a toxic relationship at rock bottom. To be quite honest, one of my biggest fears in life is to ever go backwards in my overall body composition and just the health that I have it in. Because I associate poor health and where I was with my body and how I treated it with a lot of PTSD from that rock bottom negative time in my life. And it scares the crap of me of ever going back to feeling that way where I just, I wasn't living. (laughs) And so it was really hard for me to experience this body image issue for probably the first time in a really long time, or at least be aware of it. And through having this experience of being like, wow, I'm getting bigger, I'm losing control, all of the things, and just kind of tearing on my body and things that, you know, maybe didn't fit the way that they were or or didn't look the way that they were in the mirror, how they should have looked in the mirror, right? Whatever it is that we do to tear apart ourselves. I had this realization in the middle of doing, you know, my, my mindset work and my growth work on this last week is when I was younger, I really struggled to be accepted. Or at least I felt that I was not one that was easily accepted. I, you know, grew up as a as a dancer and I wasn't always the best dancer. And then on top of that, at school, I went through some specific challenges with friends where, you know, boys and drama and all that good stuff to where I was never the popular girl. I was always the person that people kind of picked on, made fun of, shunned. And so I at a young age, I just was always looking for acceptance. I was just looking for my people and to be loved exactly as I would or as I already was. And um, that kind of conditioned me to carry on those habits throughout my adult life, at least up till my 28 years of living. And so up until this point, I realized that when I had lost all of the weight, that I had gotten so glorified by plenty of people. Like in the moment that it happened, I remember like seeing all the comments and all the likes and people I haven't heard from in years just saying about how much I looked just happier and amazing and all the things. And for the first time after going through all the crap that I went through between, you know, growing up and going to school and being in a sorority and all the things, like I finally just felt loved and accepted and wanted. And I realized that I associated back then that big moment in my life to my identity. I associated my weight to my identity. And I don't necessarily think that it's necessarily a bad thing. Like the weight loss, the journey that I went through, it changed my life. Like who I became as a byproduct of that and what I learned about myself, I would never give that up ever, ever. I don't regret any of it. It was exactly where I needed to be. But when I started to associate my weight loss journey as my identity, and that's who I became, and hi, I'm Kayla, and I lost 75 pounds, it's better than being like, hi, this is my occupation, I know nothing about myself. But then all of a sudden, it became sort of like this measure of success or this expectation. And that's the realization that I had last week, is that, oh my gosh, if I go backwards, what if people don't take me seriously as a health coach? What if I lose clients as a personal trainer? You know, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a ninja warrior. I have to always look strong. I always have to be on my game. You know, if I I don't have a six pack that day, people are going to think, uh-oh, she's losing control. And I sat there with all these thoughts and I was like, whoa, this is a problem. 
and we've got to sit here and uh, decompress on this and figure this out. And so that's what last week was all about, was being obsessive over what my body looked like and this fact of me going backwards and what that would mean for my mindset and for my life and how people would perceive me if that so was the case, right? And so here's what I will say right off the bat is, you guys, this is not an episode where I want people to reach out to me and say, you're so beautiful. I'd kill to look like you. Like, thank you. I really appreciate that you are so impressed by my journey and maybe you have very similar goals as to get yourself in better health, but I'm not looking for sympathy and I'm sure as hell not looking for your comparison. Because one, I don't need the sympathy. This is not something to feel sympathy on. This is something that we could all grow on through learning and, you know, learning from my experiences. But also like you're comparing, you comparing yourself to me is doing the exact opposite of what we're trying to handle here, of what we're trying to get a grip on. So I don't want either of that. This is going to be an episode where I am here to genuinely speak about what I've mentally overcome about this and give light to the woman who needs to hear this today so they can put peace to the mess that's going on in their head just like I had last week. So with that, I'm going to talk on some things that personally helped me and drive home some points, some pieces of advice. So this is going to be an episode where you sit back, you listen, and when that something like really hits you in the gut, something pulls on your heart, you got to listen to that and you got to take action on that today, right? Because If there's anything that I've learned is that if you cannot embrace everything that you are and love and accept who you are and the temple that you're in and just everything about yourself, like if you don't know who that is and can't love and accept that, guys, all of the success, all of the joy, all the fulfillment you want in life, it's never going to happen. Like this is where it all starts, okay? So with that, the very first point that I want to drive home is that losing weight, will never make you feel better about yourself. It will never make you love your body and it will never make your self-worth like shoot through the roof again, or at least for the long term, I should say. It will give you short-term satisfaction to lose the weight and it will potentially turn into an obsession, which is quite honestly what some parts of my journey has been, has been some sort of an obsession. And I'll explain that at at a different point. What the weight loss journey gave me was a compass. It was something that I was like, I know that I need to get into better health. I need to have more energy. I need to do something for myself again because I am depressed and lethargic and I can't even move. I can't even go on a walk with my mother on a beautiful summer day. There is a problem here. So I know this is what I need to do. And I didn't say I'm going to lose 75 pounds. That's just magically the number that happened. I just set it as a compass of I am going to put the work in on myself to get myself into better health. However, at that point in time, I thought that losing weight would equal better life. And to some capacity, right, if you have more energy and livelihood to live life, yeah, it can. But losing weight is not going to give you confidence. It's not going to allow for you to love yourself. It's not going to give you self-worth. It's not going to give you any of that. But setting the goal and allowing for yourself to enjoy the journey And instead of focusing on all of the numbers and what the scale is telling you and the inches lost and that very specific outcome of I want to lose X amount of pounds, if you're able to take this to a completely different experience of focusing on the person you want to become and the things you want to be able to do, guys, your entire journey will shift. And that's what I recognize as I stop setting that angle of losing weight as as the measure of success. 
It was just a compass of I'm going to get into better health. And that's when my life truly changed is when I stopped making that weight loss, that X amount of whatever pounds I wanted to lose. I stopped making that my measure of success. And that allowed for me to flip the script on everything that I was experiencing and again, who I was becoming and the things that I was tackling in my life and how I was actually living. So with that, if you are someone that is currently struggling with putting too much weight on what the scale is reading um, and just even the reflection that you're seeing in the mirror, this is what I'd ask for you to ask yourself instead. Think about what you want to experience in life And what do you want to be able to do? Like at the end of this year, what do you want to say? I freaking did that. I can't believe that I can do that. Like just freaking thrilled that you did that. And it doesn't even have to be something physical. It could be something mental, emotional, personal, professional. Like those are the things that you need to be thinking of when it comes to your journey and how you're treating yourself that you need to be measuring your success off of is How do I want to live my freaking life? Are there things that you wished you could have done, but maybe were too scared to? Are there things that you thought that maybe weren't possible or you didn't give yourself permission to try because of your circumstances? That's the stuff you should be shooting after. And as a byproduct, I will promise you this, and it might look different from mine and everyone else around you. I promise in some capacity, your physical results will happen as a byproduct, okay? I also think too that, You know, it's not just even about what I want to be capable of accomplishing, but who it is that I want to be and the woman that I want to show up as. And that, when I think of it in that terms, I also not only get the goals that I need to shoot for and who it is that I need to show up as in order to complete those goals, but then I also think about how I need to treat that person. And that dictates my habits. It dictates the actions that I'm taking around my health. So those are just two things that I think are so important to think about is what do I what do I want my moments on earth to look like? Like how do I want to experience life and be able to do? And who is the person I want to show up as and how does that person need to be treated? Those questions alone are going to completely change the course of how you tackle this journey and therefore how you celebrate yourself and how you look at yourself in the mirror and how you appreciate everything that you already are within the skin that you're in, okay? Um And so that's just the first thing that I wanted to mention, and I hope that that hits home alone. Uh, The next thing that I wanted to mention was just this moment that I had of being in this moment of panic and anxiety and stress and frustration around my body and not feeling good inside of my skin. And just even just this thought process of like, I'm a coach. I'm, I'm like the mindset person. I coach people on this stuff all the time. How in the heck am I falling into this ditch right now? And just being so frustrated with myself and not just giving myself permission to just breathe and see it as a gift. And what happened as a byproduct, because I was able to go and see what was happening inside my head, is I was able to flip the script and see last week's moment as nothing but a complete and utter gift of being able to go and think about my thoughts that I haven't maybe thought about in a really long time. And you know, I'm just going to not, I'm not going to go on a huge tangent here, but you know what my thought is? is I've always had this negative association and I've probably always struggled to some capacity with body image. But this was the first time that I've actually got quiet enough to address it. And the universe was like, this is the lesson that you need to learn right now. See this as a gift and take it on. And that's the first thing I thought of was like, what it is that I do 
is not only going to save me, but it's going to save another woman. And so I, as scared as I am right now to talk about this stuff and to be honest about this stuff and navigate it, I'm going to do this for me and for the person that's praying that I literally do this, that I literally show up today to tackle this battle. And so I want to tell you that, right, is whatever it is that you're going through inside of your head, see it as a gift. See it as an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself. See it as an opportunity for you to go out there and explore different options. And that's quite honestly what I did. And I wanted to give you guys a real insight into sort of what my process was to get myself in a better headspace, but to also like logistically think about, okay, how am I going to tackle this as it relates to my health, right? Because I'm not just doing this to please people, although that's what my subconscious would like for me to believe. I am doing this. I want to be in the best shape of my life. Because I know what it feels like to be on the opposite end of the coin, to be lifeless and to not be able to do anything and have to say no because there was no way that I could do anything. And now I can. And I get to say that I have done all these crazy, amazing things with my mind and my body and my soul. And it's just awesome. Like, it's such a perspective when you've been literally at rock bottom knowing what it feels like to never have those options. So the steps that I started to take were this. To be totally and completely honest, the very first thought that popped into my head was when I started losing weight, drinking two shakes a day and having one solid meal at night, restricting myself literally to the point where I had my calculator out, calculating every single calorie and saying yes or no to things based off of whether or not it fit an equation. And I definitely didn't want to go back to that, but that restriction mindset for sure came on me of, okay, I have to start eating less. I have to, my my workouts clearly aren't hard enough anymore, whatever the case is. And I started to go back to that old me mindset. And within moments, I was able to say, no, that is the old version of you. That was cute, but thank you and see you later. And I was able to flip the script to the new me, which is the person that completely preaches about empowering decisions all the time. And making decisions that make me feel good, that feel realistic for me, that still allow for me to live the life that I want to live. And so I took out a piece of paper and I just started brain dumping all of my thoughts because I knew that if I could see them clearly and almost talk them out loud, I was able to call out what was true, what was not true, but then also give myself permission to just be vulnerable and to be honest with myself. And so I wrote down everything that I was thinking to how I was feeling, you know, thinking about how I was feeling in my own skin thinking about my habits, thinking about circumstances that were going on in my life and maybe how life looks differently for me now than maybe it did a couple years ago or whatever the case is. And after I wrote everything down, I was able to look at things clearly and realize that the best thing that I could do is not take immediate action of completely going left or completely going right, that I needed to continue to be inside my head and continue to look and examine my thoughts, but I also needed to go and gain some facts, that I needed to actually put what I was feeling towards some things that would give me an insight of what was actually happening inside of my body. And so the next thing that I did, and I don't recommend this for everyone, especially if you have a negative relationship with the scale. I know that I once did. Um, To be honest, I haven't stepped on a scale in, oof, gosh, it's probably been since about 2019. 2019, maybe early 2020. I honestly don't see a need for it, even for people that are losing weight, because I don't think that the number is a depiction of your worth. I don't think that it is a depiction of your efforts at all. 
There are so many reasons that that number could shift or not shift. And I wanted to focus more on how I was feeling and what I was capable of doing versus what a number was trying to make me feel. However, I do have access to a uh, scale that allows for you to basically test your body composition and actually tell you what your body fat percentage is, what your skeletal muscle mass is in relation to everything else in your body, things like that. And I was like, I'm going to feel the most comfortable right now knowing what those stats are, knowing, you know, has my muscle mass shifted? I I didn't care about how much weight I had gained because I could tell you, I definitely gained some weight because I've got freaking strong and muscle weighs more than fat for those of you that care to know. So I wasn't curious about that number, but I wanted to see actually what was happening inside my body. And so I gained access to doing that. And I remember last week sitting on the scale and feeling so kind of numb because I haven't been on a scale in so long and um, just having to take my anxiety down, like in that moment, seeing how much since the last time I stepped on a scale, my numbers have shifted. And I just want to put this into perspective. I have no shame in my game sharing any of this stuff because again, this is all about being vulnerable with you guys. I used to weigh 130 pounds. When I stepped on the scale, I weighed 149. What I also noticed too is I used to be around 16% body fat, which that's really low for a woman. They don't recommend going below 15%. And I had jumped up to 19% body fat. And I looked at those things And of course, my subconscious and all those voices in my head took over and said, you know, fear confirmed, you're gaining weight, you're going backwards, life over. (laughs) And in that moment, I had to sit there and control myself and my thoughts and my emotions to not have a total breakdown. And that moment, you guys, was so good for me. It was so good for me because I was able to go back in that moment. And I, I just remember before I like went to my car and drove away for the day to get to work as I just sat there and I went through my emotions and what it is that I was thinking. And I thought, you know, I'm a completely different person. I also live a completely different lifestyle. I also am capable of doing so much more than I was a couple years ago from the last time that I stepped on the scale. And I am living a lifestyle that I freaking love. I enjoy it. So those numbers might look different, but again, am I going to really allow for a number right now to throw away how far I freaking come? So those were the first initial steps that I took, but getting all of that information and going through those ups and down moments honestly allowed for me to make the best informed decision. And the informed decision that I made was to do some research. I wanted to start first and foremost because I realized that a lot of this was a mental thing and it wasn't necessarily what was actually happening inside my body. A lot of this had to do with my mindset, not only my perception, but maybe the stress that I was carrying around this or how I was viewing myself. So I started to listen to podcasts about you know, body image and worth and how we look at ourselves in the mirror and how we celebrate our bodies and what they're capable of doing. I preach this stuff all the time, but sometimes you need to just be coached just as much. I need a coach just as much as anyone else does. And so I went through those things and I handled those um, different thoughts and questions that I was thrown. I also went and did research on things as it related to gut health because I wanted to make sure that as an athlete, there's a high likelihood that I could be doing so much activity that I'm underfeeding my body. And so being able to do some open research around, you know, what it is that I'm actually doing and, you know, how it is that it relates to my gut and, you know, how much I need to be feeding myself and all these things like that put me at peace to be able to start to, you know, take steps towards answering that question. But what I didn't do is I didn't just immediately be like, all right, 
I'm going to take this action. I'm going to do all the things and go. Like I actually took time to build up to it and give myself a second to just breathe and think through these things clearly. And so I hope that those steps alone will help you and taking whatever steps you need to help, again, put yourself at peace and make the best informed decision for your mind and for your body. Um, I will share this too. This was advice that I got from a podcast um, that I listened to last week. I personally haven't done it. This is something that I'm currently keeping in the background because I'm obviously working through other things, but I really appreciated this advice and I think that this could very much serve someone. And this was um, a part of a journaling task that you can do every single morning, but it's to write down three things to treat your body with kindness. And I love the wording of that because to me, it goes back to the wording and the concept of think about the woman you want to be and show up as and how do you need to treat that woman? How do you need to feel that woman? How does that person need to rest? How does that person need to move, right? I find this is a very similar question of how do you treat your body with kindness? And it opens up the gate to, no, I don't need to do a million hours of working out. No, I don't need to restrict myself because none of those are kind to my body right now. What I need to do is rest and I need to unpack things emotionally or whatever it is that you're needing to do. I just love how that question opens up and gives you permission to actually answer honestly and vulnerably. Um... But that's it, you guys. Uh, This is the last thing that I want to leave you with is the reminder that these thoughts around body image, even just around like limiting beliefs and how we criticize ourselves, they unfortunately never go away. (laughs) Three to four years in the making and I can say that they never go away, but you just get better at flipping the script and turning the dial down on them and choosing to treat yourself with kindness instead. And that's what I did. I handled the situation in the best way that I possibly could. I talked to the people that I needed to talk to, and I took the time alone to decompress in the way that I needed to. I didn't jump onto one action. I didn't jump into the old me with the mindset of restriction. I just took a deep breath, and I started to embrace all that's happened in my life and the woman that I've become because of this and all that was going to happen for me by walking through this experience and just being so grateful for that. And so that's where I want to end the episode today, you guys. And I will also share this too. If this episode really hit home, two things that I'm going to ask for is the first thing is to share this, especially for my women out there that need to hear this. Please share this with another friend that might be struggling with this um, or has been walking this journey with you. This could potentially change her life. So I just ask that you share these words with her. The other thing that I'm going to share with you guys is that I after what I went through last week, is I'm going to do a challenge, okay? I have an accountability group because I'm uh, not only an online health coach, but I'm also a personal trainer. This is going to be outside of my accountability group. This is literally for anyone that wants to join and focus in on these things that I was talking about. This is the bet on you challenge where you are literally going to bet on yourself and show yourself that you freaking can Okay, this is not about the weight. This is not about the inches, although the physical composition could be a byproduct of this. This is, again, about showing yourself what you're capable of and actually building belief and confidence in yourself again, because you're building consistency within habits that are realistic for you. We're going to look at things like tracking, am I doing something daily that scares me? Am I leaning into fear and learning how to love it? Am I doing positive movement for my body? Not just because I have to and not because I'm going to do it every single day, but because it feels good and maybe one day I need to stretch and one day I need to move or whatever the case is, right? Right. 
We're also going to look at positive eating habits. We're going to look at leaving the room better than you left it, aka being able to cheer on other people and contribute. These are truly the habits, you guys, when I think of joy and fulfillment and confidence in myself and building better body image, this is it. Okay, so if this is something you'd be interested in joining, uh, please reach out to me directly. Uh, You can go to either Facebook or Instagram and just directly message me. You could also watch, I I did a post about it recently uh, where I explain the ins and outs of a challenge. You'll see it, it says bet on you challenge and you can listen to my live and determine if it's gonna be the best plan of action for you. It is starting on February 27th. So we are a little less than a week out. So you've gotta make a move. You gotta take that commitment, okay? And that's where... And most importantly, you got to bet on you because I promise that if you do, you are going to shock yourself. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. Again, please share this episode with someone that needs to hear it. And until next time, I hope that you reach out and you join me in this bet on you challenge. And of course, I will see you guys next week for more healthy, delicious tacos and real conversations on life. See you guys then.